0: Welcome to the Dear Risk Podcast, Episode 12, A Cyber Attack Example. In this episode, I speak with an early stage startup about their painful experience they had with the cyber attack and how they dealt with it. We hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the last episode of Dear Risk for the year. We're really going out with a bang as I've got not just one, but three guest speakers with me today. I'm joined by the three co-founders of Ozdoro. Ozdoro is the online marketplace for arranging and offering office spaces in Asia. I have the CEO, David Din, who has had a passion for property since 2003. He's had three successful VC-funded exits in AI, enterprise, tech, and consumer technology. I'm also joined with Anders Lee, the Vice President for Sales for Ozdoro. He is the co-working flex offices and commercial real estate guru out of the three, having been an account manager in commercial property across Asia and Australia. Last but not least, I also have Arthur Chirong here, the CTO of Osdoro. Arthur has had deep expertise in property and legal technology in Australia, where he recently held positions such as CTO, lead developer, and head of product. Thank you guys for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Ruth, for having Thanks. us on. Thank you.
0: So the aim of this podcast is to shed some light on certain risks out there that can derail startups. We've talked quite a bit already on this podcast about cyber risks, but I'm really, really looking forward to speaking with you guys today because you actually had a cyber attack earlier this year. So that I think it will add some color to what we've been, what I've been interviewing other people about. Um, Anders, why don't you start us off by? Telling us what exactly happened, what was this a cyber attack that you guys um, had?
2: Yeah, thanks, Ruth. So this cyber attack uh, was actually conducted by uh, a competitor of ours, um, but um, it was it was um, it was conducted in such a way where they were actually tracking when we were intending to do a soft launch on our website, and so when when they actually because they hacked not just our domains but all of our systems when they actually uh, discovered when we were going to launch our product, they decided to launch a- an attack on the morning of. It, it kind of crippled us for a bit and put a bit of a downer on the team, uh, particularly because I specifically actually made the trip down to Sydney to brainstorm with David and Arthur. And we were all very excited for the soft launch. So when 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 we got cyber attacked, it was actually, it was quite a bit of a hard pill for us to swallow uh, just because we need to that, that whole process got delayed and we needed to start um, putting our systems in place for it.
0: And what exactly was the attack? Like, what happened on that day of that soft launch?
2: Uh, I, I'd love to be able to tell you that, but I was a bit all over the place. Uh, Arthur was actually the one who was going to... Uh, uh, he was the one who was going to rectify the entire matter. I think he's the better person to ask on this one.
3: Arthur? Yeah, so, so what happened was... Uh, I got notified at 6 a.m. that someone logged into pretty much all our systems. Um, you know, usually when you know you log into Facebook or um, or, or like a social media account, they notify you if uh, uh, you know, another IP is logging to it. So um, our WordPress site, our Cloudflare site, our GoDaddy uh, site notified us that another IP from Japan. Uh, logged into our uh, systems. Not only me, but also David's systems as well. So this was a very coordinated attack. Um, what happened was is that they went through all our systems and started changing everything. And they started adding two-factor authentication. So we don't actually, we weren't able to log back in. And so this really delayed um, our launch because you know, we were planning this launch for more than two months. And we, we picked that day. It was a monday morning and uh, for some reason they they knew to attack to attack that day so it was a very coordinated attack and they actually named themselves Bud- Bugflack, and they actually personally messaged me through email <laughs> saying uh, you know we've hacked all your systems and this is what we're going to do um and they also messaged david as well and so these guys you know they they apparently they were in japan but um they knew our names they they knew where we worked and um what happened was is that they started redirecting all the websites that we owned um into to to porn, uh, sites um and you know it really stuffed up our launch and all our clients websites as well cuz me and david uh, on the side we 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 do seo work um just just as a side hustle and um, david can mention like um uh, what happened to his uh, warehouse uh, e-commerce uh, uh, shop um uh, he, you know, he, he was losing 30K a day <laughs> and it, it, was, it was terrible. Um, you know, even the police got involved and, and um, you know, we had to rec- uh, call uh, all our um, third party services just to get our, ca- our accounts back because everything was two-factored.
0: So, okay, that seems extremely well-coordinated from the cyber criminal side, right? They clearly knew it was going to happen on that day that um, you guys it was, it seemed all very well coordinated with your soft launch, right? Um, and it seems like you were very caught unawares that this was going to happen. Um, what, what was your first reaction? Like, what did you do as soon as you realized um, this foreign IP was logging in and changing the 2FA and all that sort of stuff?
3: So, so what happened was we, you know, first, first thing that we did was try to recover all the accounts that were, that were hacked and so, you know, I, I was literally uh, on the call with Cloudflare trying to get, you know, my account back. But you know, there was a long process with Cloudflare. You know, they, they asked me, um, you know, you need to verify your domain. And um, the, the funny thing is the only way to verify our domain was through GoDaddy. And they also hacked our GoDaddy accounts as well. Um, and so we had to recover our GoDaddy accounts. So it was a two-day process trying to get that all back. Um, you know two days um of of not having our accounts, they you know they they started changing so many things it was lucky that um we didn't uh you know launch the the entire site you know it wasn't a hard launch it was just a soft launch and um, so they didn't really um uh, uh we didn't lo- really lose anything in terms of of, of revenue <laughs> but we did lose time um so so yeah
0: yeah for sure. okay. So, so first things first was try and recover everything. Um, and um, what what else was going through your mind at that time? Um, David, maybe from like a more business perspective what what were you thinking um, during that period of, of that one or two days?
1: Yeah, Ruth, um I think one of the most um, um, you know difficult and challenging parts of like you know launching a startup. Is actually, um, you know, getting the motivation and the you know, momentum behind the team. And at such an early stage, it's it's critical that everyone's on board. And um, you know, any curveball could actually derail a lot of efforts. And it was very clear, I think, commercially that you know we're entering the market and we're disrupting um, a lot of uh, existing revenue streams. Um, you know, pretty old old school revenue streams, and we're coming in. Um, with a much more competitive product, and I mean, from a from a business point of view, I think the um, the main things we we started to put into place was, um, you know, testing our contingency plans and testing our you know um, IT security, and and this was actually a great learning curve for the organisation. Did we did we have um, our cyber security um, compliance um, you know checked, and you know it did open us and open our eyes even at an early stage for a, a startup that you know we needed to get this. Um, down pat. We needed to tick uh, all the boxes correctly. We needed to make sure that you know, moving forward as we started to work more with enterprises who, um, you know, we deal with a lot of data with um, you know transactions between the spaces, understanding the the optimal optimal use of the spaces, who's using the space. So we we did have a lot of valuable data, and we didn't want to you know move forward in towards the uh, end of 2020, and let alone 2021. Uh, with these gaps just still available. So, I mean, commercially, I think um, it taught us a really, really big lesson to um, make sure that all our security was um, down pat and we understood moving forward, you know, preventative measures, IT compliance, legal compliance, any insurance requirements around cybersecurity um, to make sure that, you know, we are using specific service globally, um, you know, whether they're all covered by cybersecurity insurance now, things like that really opened our eyes to you know moving forward. We can't just think about this as a, uh, a uh, just an ordinary startup, we got to start thinking this as something a bit more serious,
0: right? And I, I guess luckily, like Arthur mentioned, this was this happened during the soft launch, it wasn't a hard launch when you had actual revenue coming in, uh,
1: yeah. From, yeah. A, from um, a
0: business interruption perspective, there wasn't that much business that was interrupted, right? Because you just Soft launch the
1: company. Yeah, I, I think I think it's important to note, Ruth, that I think a lot of businesses. Um, and I've advised for a handful of startups over the last twenty years, in both from a commercialization research and development, as well as like um, um, a startup, both in the US, Australia, and Asia. I, I know firsthand businesses would go under straight away if this happened. Um, this was at a very, very crucial point um, when. When we had this soft launch and when all this happened, we had to pull in resources from our legal advisors. Um, We we had to pull in resources um, operationally. We had to, you know, it took away time for us to reach out to all our providers, um, you know, about the delay in the launch, um, managing our reputation around that, and also, you know, socially as well from a social campaign perspective. Um, And then we're looking at um, also, you know, ensuring that, we you know when we do launch that the, our reputation industry is, is not seen as like there are security holes anywhere i think the i think on a, from a startup perspective entrepreneurially i i've realized that when you do launch a business and you know when it's attacked like this you're only doing something right when um there are like cyber attacks like this it's, it's something that's well known in the us that if you're going to launch a product and if it doesn't disrupt anyone's existing revenue streams then you're not doing something right um, this was something which really validated that we're doing something in the right direction. I'll bet that we had this, um, you know, big dilemma and um, a headache is a temporary headache is a better way to put it. Um, but it did really validate to the rest of the team and it really brought us stronger together. Um, uh, our three co-founders as well as the several support staff and support interns that we had around us who so like, yeah, you guys, we're going to work through this. We're going to pull this one through together um, and we're going to win in 2020.
0: Well, I'm really glad that you took something positive out of that, right? Like the camaraderie and the teamwork and pulling things, pulling it together. So that's a really good positive. And as I'm interested to hear from you, um, what do you think was the biggest pain point for you or for the company during that time? I mean, David talked a a little bit about, you know, having to, uh, you know, communicate to your providers and, you know, delay things and taking time away from the business. Like, Personally for you, what do you think was the biggest pain point?
2: Yeah, I I think that the biggest pain point uh, personally was just trying to communicate to uh, the different stakeholders uh, that we were trying to service at the time. So even though our soft launch and our incorporation happened mostly in March of 2020, We've already started setting up the groundwork since January, where I went out to the different co-working providers and say, hey, let me list for you. Let, let me like come onto our website. Let's have a bit of a broker agreement going so that I can start bringing clients into your workspace. Oh, what's that? You need us to create listings? Done. You want us to do this on our website? Done. You want us to you know get um, uh, make sure that we're marketing the right information about the workspace? And I, I just said, I kept telling them, yeah our soft launch we're going to include all these things we want to be able to market you the best that we can and so leading up to this we were all very excited that all of these listings and our website was going to go live and just being like ha- being put in a position where i had to communicate to them that we're going to be further delayed without like it, it was a bit of a we i didn't want to uh, divulge too much information about the cyber launch because quite pre- like just on a personal level, I was quite embarrassed to tell, you know, our providers that we were attacked because if, if, if they knew that we were, um, they, they might not have wanted to, they might have a little less confidence in our ability to deliver. And so it was just trying to play that fine balancing act um, on this, particularly because I was doing sales and operations on the ground in Singapore. Um, and that to me was, was the biggest pain point. Um, that, that was difficult for me to um, that was difficult for me to align and, and to level with.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, Arthur, you mentioned something about it took was like a two day process. Was that two days in terms of getting control back of your site, making sure the um, the redirections weren't they they weren't getting redirected anymore? Everything was fine. Was it like from a tech standpoint? Was that two days, or did that sort of drag on a little bit more?
3: Yeah, so, so what I noticed with, um, uh, you know, GoDaddy and, and Cloudflare is that, you know, you have to actually talk to someone and, you know, it, it does take 24 hours for someone to respond unless you're on an enterprise plan. Um, and so, and so you know, I, I asked them, you know, if, if we were in an enterprise plan, you know, how long would it take? They said, well, you know, an hour to fix. And i asked them how much would it cost and they said oh it's gonna be ten thousand dollars a year <laughs> um and i was like okay we'll wait <laughs> um so so it took two days just to get everything back um but you know by that time they, they they've already done um a lot of damage um it took you know a day for 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 cloudflare to, to, to respond back to me um and you know it, after after they responded back to me, I I had to go through GoDaddy, and even GoDaddy took took um, you know two days as well, uh, because their customer service team never really you know had experience with a cyber security attack like this. They didn't know what to do. Um, <laughs> they said you know uh, just if can you can you prove that you're you and um, and they they even transferred uh, the domain away as well. Um, so they tr- even tried to steal our domains, and they successfully did it. And and you know we were like we were like to GoDaddy, you know how how can they do this? Um, how can they transfer you know uh, one of our domains <laughs> just like that? <laughs> um, and so and so you know we 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 ha- we're on the call with GoDaddy trying to recover you know our domains back as well because you, you know these hackers not only did they try and attack us, they also tried to steal. Steal our domains and 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 redirect, you know, all you know, all our websites uh, to 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 Pornhub. <laughs> um, but you know, the, the the worst thing is is that you know um, these websites were cached, uh, and so like even if you fix the three hundred one redirects, um, you know, it, it might take several days for 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 it to reset the cache. Um, and so, you know, we we had providers coming onto the site, you know, and they were getting redirected to pawn pawn links. And so we 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 were really like trying to 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 mitigate, uh, you know, the the full the full cyber attack. Um, they even tried to DDoS us. They they tried to brute, for, brute force us. This was a very coordinated attack. <laughs> um, and you know, I I've been hacked in the past, like you know, as when I was you know when I was 16, playing, you know, Call of Duty. And the worst thing I've had was a ransom attack. Um, but this was, this was a, on another level because not just, you know, I, wasn't, I was compromised, but also the team as well. They, they also had access to uh, the team. So this, this could have been a ransomware attack. We, we, we don't know how they got access to, to our, our systems. Um, and some of our accounts, they had two, two-factor authentication as well. Um, and so, you know, it just goes to show that you're never safe, even, even if you, you, you have two-factor and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, all those systems in place.
0: Right. That's really incredible, hey, like how coordinated and well thought through this attack was. How likely do you think something like this might happen to others? I know, David, you mentioned like, okay, that could have been, a, you know, a sign that, mm. you know, uh, okay, clearly you were, you're trying to disrupt Uh, An industry and you know competitors or whoever kind of see that as um, your your, your competition. Um, Do you think other other companies you know would that are maybe not doing something so disruptive? Would they also be subject to? Uh, Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Um, You know, so working with a lot of other enterprise industry and um, having you know worked with banks and. Um, large enterprise in the past. This is a daily occurrence. Um, the, regarding the level of sophistication, um, you know, in some cases, uh, it could get extended, you know, even into corporate espionage. but, um, you know, where even in our scenario, we had to get the federal police and organized crime investigators on board, um, just purely because of the nature of the uh, coordinated attack. Um, and, you know, they've, they've actually, we, we do know who the perpetrators are and they're, they're actually under investigation and they're actually being monitored. Um so I mean it's, it does happen daily um to, to the level of the extent of like you know corporate disruption uh we hear it in the news where it just focuses primarily in the government sector but um increasingly we're hearing it more affecting um not only just startups but also the um you know existing corporates banks um and other, other large corporations um especially around the stealing of data but um You know, where it, where it becomes a, where it becomes an issue, I find is where it's a, um, you know, it's just a startup and it, it, it will be a lot successful if, um, hadn't have we been prepared, um, mentally as well as, um, you know, from a compliance point of view and having the right advisors around us, um, also having the uh, right legal connections and networks, um, you know, to commence investigations and starting to have like, uh, uh, proactive and preventative measures. I think with, I, I think for most startups, I would have a difficult time. Extremely difficult time.
0: Right. So you now are much more prepared in case something like this or a different sort of attack happens. Um, what would your, what you say your key learnings are from this experience that you would like to share with other startups, um, either either brand new like you guys were at the time, yeah. or you know like um, existing startups? would what, yeah. what They should be learning from your experience.
1: It's interesting because, you know, I come a lot from a growth perspective and also like a revenue focused perspective. But um, I I think this is very, very, you know, 2020 moving forward where startups need to also consider having their security security assessed, at least internally, um, at least superficially before even thinking about expanding. Because I think it can disrupt everything from both. Um, you know, funding rounds to also, you know, getting the right stakeholders on board and even, you know, had it had it been like, say, 12 months or 24 months down the track, you could have, um, you know, ball-barreled bar- 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 our um, ability to sign up some major deals as well. So um, I would recommend for all startups at least have an advisor who's uh, experienced and, un- you know, understands as, as, even as a CTO Uh, their ability to understand security and and thank God that Arthur's on our team here. Um, And and from a different perspective, um, just just have this as a a risk assessment. Like don't don't disregard the fact that, um, you know, there are other stakeholders who have access to your data internally as a startup. Uh, They may be interns. They they may be uh, staff that you're hiring as contractors Um, and, you know, nothing, nothing should go unchecked. And it just, there's nothing wrong with just making sure every box is checked and making sure the security is passwords um, and everything that could be potentially um, harmful down the track that, you know, it's taking control of in the entire computer network and the server network of your uh, technology systems.
0: Right. So it sounds like, um, yeah, some basic security hygiene things that just need to be in place regardless of what sort of company you are.
1: Yeah, and and then it puts a perspective lens on it down the track where you know, okay, well, we are working with a lot of uh, potentially sensitive data uh, then to start assessing, you know, how much would you know, getting into like preventative measures, how much would that cost? Uh, you know, things such as insurance, um, you know, hiring experts and, you know, getting advisors on board as well to your startup.
0: Agreed. Definitely um, having that sort of risk assessment to see, okay, are you, is, is the company dealing with personal medical records versus, I don't know, generic company data? And that's, the risk is probably going to be different. Yeah,
1: um, yeah exactly.
0: Okay. Um, Andrews, what's your um, key learning from your experience, maybe from um, the side where you are dealing externally with the co-working spaces? Is there any advice that you might want to give to other startups?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Just from that perspective, right? Like, it's it's. I I will look at it the same way I look at at a general health checkup. Like, just because there's nothing wrong with your body today doesn't mean that you're going to be healthy tomorrow. So, just to any startups out there who have never where the thought has never crossed their mind uh, about with the with regards of cybersecurity and whatnot, right? That um, just because you've never been cyber attacked before and just because you've never been hacked don't be complacent enough to believe that it's never going to happen to you because because if all goes well and you actually manage to create a business or a company that is of value to the market and the industry that you are in there are going to be players and competitors out there that want access to your information so make sure that you never you know get complacent with the fact that it's never happened therefore it's never going to happen and also for the guys who have been cyber attacked before unfortunately understand that we you know obviously as as a team we feel your pain uh (laughs) it's it's not just so much about um the attack itself but how you react to it just make sure that you have a team that trusts each other Uh, just make sure you have a team that will band together and won't let something like that affect the way um we do business and and you know like just being very focused on your operations and on on your on the on the team spirit so to speak
0: I really do like how you talk about this team spirit and how it really did bring you guys together maybe lastly Arthur do you feel paranoid now about it as a CTO or are you confident like to have gone through this this experience together that you know you know what to look out for um for, you know, other curveballs that might come from a security risk standpoint?
3: Yeah, 100%. I, you know, I think this is, this is a, um, a very good, good learning experience that, 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 that happened. Um, it's good that it started off early because after the attack, we started securing all our systems. You know, I, I told everyone, all right, everyone get, you know, two-factor authentication set up. On all your accounts, you know, even even you know, on their f- Facebook and and Twitter accounts, uh, social media accounts, because you never know, you know, what what's, what's going to happen. Um, you know, I I, I started s- setting up uh, daily daily backups on all our systems, um, and you know, it, it, all, all our data was 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 manually. Um, Getting sent to uh, our Amazon servers, um, so every day, you know, at twelve, you know, all our data gets sent to our Amazon servers. You know, just in case if if we if we ever lose our data, you know, we, we have a backup um, in place. So so we definitely learned from from that. Um, you know, if if anyone gets suspicious emails, you know, I I tell them do not open it um and 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 forward it to me <laughs> um so i'm i am very wary um about about you know the whole team now um and and it it has it has really gotten to me to to the point where you know if 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 anything suspicious you know i we we we, we dive into it see, see see where the see see where the the, the phishing email is coming from is it coming from japan <laughs> um so so yeah. Um, if, if my 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 um learning lesson from this is is that you know get get Cloudflare if 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 you're you know getting getting DDoS Cloudflare is a very very good um you know uh, DNS provider that that protects you from DDoS attacks. Um, and you know run daily back backups, store your data in 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 Amazon. Um, it's very easy to 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 set up um, and. And if Bug Flack, if you're watching this, um <laughs> thank you, thank you for everything. You know, we've we learned our lesson. <laughs> um he did email us and, and actually um said you, you know, he he was they they were very impressed that that, that we we secured everything within within two days.
0: <laughs> so you got recognition from the bad guys, like, oh wow, you guys have done a good job.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it well, was the most uh, really surprising moment at yeah, the end of the year so it, yeah.
2: random if i'm going to be completely honest but i guess in in this game you have to you have to pay your competitors the recognition they deserve or it will weaken you so
0: <laughs> well thank you guys so much for sharing this experience um i feel like i've i've learned so much just from you guys talking about it you know the experience that you had your learnings and i think it's it's great to actually hear a real life scenario because I at least am reading a lot in the newspapers and the stuff we read in the newspapers, at least the ones I see, are all the large big companies, right? Companies that have lots of data out there in financial services, whatever, e-commerce. And I, there's so many attacks like this that happen for small businesses that don't make the papers um, and we, I feel like we kind of forget, or oh, there's this false sense of hope that, oh, well, I'm not a huge farmer, fintech, whatever bank, so I'll be fine. But it's clearly not the case. Um, so thank you very much for sharing. And um, I wish you guys all the best uh, for next year. I know I feel confident that you guys are very secured up. And, um, and yeah, I just really hope everyone can learn from the experience. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Ruth, and so much, Ruth.
3: Thank
2: you. Pleasure to speak to you.
0: Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll speak to you next time on the next episode of G-Risk.